Hey, bestie. What's up, girl? Hey, does anyone ever ask you, like, oh, I heard you do a podcast. What's that witty and gritty podcast all about? Yeah, okay, so I usually spit out this robotic sentence that's, we help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful and fulfilling lives. So that's usually what I say, but I'm also monotone. Y'all know this. And so it's just like, so Farron, what does that mean? Yes. Well, my response is not as fancy, even (laughs) though I've heard you say that. Lots of times I should know by now. But essentially, I explain that we help people grow in their Christian lives. And through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life. Right. So we're book study experts, and we know how to analyze, pull apart, and take that through the Christian lens, and that's kind of what we do here. And so then sometimes people are like, yeah, you're self-help books, and they might be mainstream, but we are always sure to bring it back to God and the biblical view. Right, so whether you see a secular book or something that a Christian author's written, just know that when you come here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens. And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's your little bonus if you stick around through the series, which yeah. we hope you will. Yay! Here we go! episode 156 how to win friends and influence people in the digital age yes ready or not this chapter we're gonna target me last chapter we targeted (laughs) brooke with smiling gotta work on that smile and even smiling through tone yes written and spoken this one is all about reigning with names yes this is the section where it's talking about six ways to make a lasting impression and farron This one's for you, Raining with Names. Yes, I do not make it rain with names. (laughs) But we know it's important. I do recognize it, and I've had people say, like, you know, well, if you're not good with names, you're just not making the effort or being intentional. Y'all, I don't know what it is, Listen, this this book has held the test of time, Farron, so maybe it's right. (laughs) I have not given up on working on it. Okay, so how about that? But there's definitely been many times that I walk up to Brooke and I'm like, what's her name? Oh, hi, so-and-so. <laughs> or Brooke will be like, she'll casually say their name in a sentence. Yes. And I'm like, thank you. Yes, I got you, girl. Yes. Oh, those are good tips and tricks. We can get to some more of those here in a minute on well, different strategies. Just one more thing to set the stage. Oh, yeah. I tell all my students, I will not forget you. But I will. I just tell them, I'm going to forget your name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forget your name, and I apologize. I'm working on it, mm-hmm. but please come up, and if you can remember this, come up and say, Hi, Miss Drew, I'm so-and-so. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, Hey, you. What do I know you from? So I just go ahead and let them know. I just let them know. Well, and this is hard, too, because you taught littles. Oh, yeah. So and then they grow up them, yes. and look different. Well, and something happens, guys, between ninth grade and 12th grade. Because there have been times where I'm like, who is this full-grown man talking to me right mm-hmm. now? Yes. Or even once they're in college, like, now you got a beard, uh-huh. or you look totally different, and you've also grew a foot. So, of course, I, I remember babyface you, like, ninth grade, struggling with a squeaky voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now you're this grown man. So I like that, Farron, of just remind me where you're from, especially if I'm looking at you like, hey! Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, I... Early in the chapter, it brings up this concept of um, associating the idea with the importance of building names, but it says you cannot brand yourself or your business and then forego building relationships. And I think that's where this whole name debate 
like, hurts me. Mm -hmm. I may have forgot your name, but I promise we had a great relationship because I can remember so many things about it. And obviously, if you're approaching me in the Walmarts to say, hey, Mr. Rue, then we had some type of relationship. Otherwise, you're avoiding Avoiding. me, like, at all costs. So, anywho, I, I do see the importance. I do... Like when I go into my dentist office and before I've checked in, they just somehow are like, hi, Farron. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, me? <laughs> me? Oh. Yeah. Yes. So I do, I do get the sentiment behind it. But mm-hmm. if anyone else is feeling me on that one, I, I am one of those that if I forget your name, I promise I valued our relationship. Okay? Yes. That or it's like on the tip of your tongue. I guess we were at, we were at standard service back in the very beginning of oh, September. Yeah. And someone came up to me and they're like, she doesn't want to ask, but are you Miss Collier? I'm like, oh, the way you said that, I'm like, yes. And she goes, you taught her. And she waved at me and she's like, I'm a teacher too. I'm like, oh, look at you guys. And then I couldn't remember her name, but I remember her face. I remember like every, like lots about her. I just don't remember her name. And I feel bad because I want to be like, what's up girl? Can I nerd out on something reading related? Yes, of okay. course. So uh, this, this is a podcast about books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the whole idea that reading is memorizing whole words. Mm-hmm. So they use that as a reason to show that no, um, where you store words as and read them as if you're reading them at a glance and seeing the whole word that really you're going letter by letter. But to prove that, they said, how many times have you seen someone and you can't recall their name? Yeah. But when you look at a word, if you've store the word you can read the word mm-hmm. um I've done that too when I'm in the kitchen and something's burning and I'm trying to tell Jacob to grab the you know the and thing it's not the stuff. Stuff. yeah but if I saw the word spatula I wouldn't be like hmm that's the uh um what's it look like not spectacles uh-huh. you know not uh special oh a spatula you know yeah so isn't that interesting yeah so if they would just wear science. name tags, that's where I'm going with Okay, come on. <laughs> name tags for everyone. Just everybody, when you walk up to me, have a name tag that says, Hello, Mr. You remember my name is. <laughs> name tags are helpful. So that will be one tip and trick. <laughs> if Farron gives you a name tag, just write your name on it and put it on your shirt. It's okay, fine. if we ever do like a meet and greet somewhere and like meet up, hey, we're in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, meet yeah, us at the hey. Starbucks. Please come with name tags. That'd be great. <laughs> or we will. Pro- we shall provide them. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. What a uh, good idea. Noted. All right. Got it. Uh, I like how it, it talked about after you're born, one of the first gifts you get is your name. Mm. So it's something special to you. So even if you're, like, if my name's Brooke and I hear someone else, even say, like, book or something, like, bring or brought or something, I'll still kind of look up because it is getting close to my name, which is just interesting how it's a good cue for people, too. So there's that. Yeah, I think um, I have a unique name, although I hear more and more of me out there. There's more and more Farron's. But, I mean, I'm talking, like, roll call in class, people saying Fallon. Now, in that situation, you're looking at the word, so I don't know what's happening there. Okay? Um, but my own mom will say, Fern. Am I Fern? Like, from Charlotte's Web? Or am I Farron? Choose one, lady. Um, you're confusing me. No, but I... So, some people get really offended if you mispronounce their name and... I guess I've just always had my name mispronounced, so I just kind of think it's normal. But when I read that part, I mean, I have respect for your feelings. So even if I hadn't read this in this book, I understand that that's something that bugs you, just like people chewing with their mouth open or 
other odd Whatever quirks. the thing is. Yeah. But it's not an odd quirk. Uh, reading that really helped put that kind of into perspective for me. So there is another tip and trick they kind of talked about. I think Napoleon Bonaparte actually did this trick because he always talked about how he could always remember a name. That's what he, one of the little things he was known for other than being short and being exiled to Elba. <laughs> so other than that, um, he talked about how he would repeat their name. Like when they introduced themselves, like if I said, hi, I'm Brooke, he would say, hi, Brooke. And then if, or if he didn't hear it correctly, he would say, can you say that again? And have them repeat it. And he would say it until he could say their name right. And then if he would even go as far as to have them spell the name. Mm -hmm. So that's something I know Morgan, when he meets people, he'll say like, is it Sarah with an H or no H? And then he'll start remembering because he can remember names like crazy. Yeah. And little tip, when he talks about work people, I have a notes in my phone (laughs) and I'll write down their name and like what they do or what their position is or whatever. I've even gone as far as to like look on their website so I can remember their the staff names so when he brings it up I don't have to be like who who's that again you've worked there for how many years 11 years yeah so that helps me especially if it takes me longer Morgan has just been doing this he's been trained his whole life to do this so it just comes more naturally but that's because he's worked at it I think there's a danger with me and Jacob's uh way with names Mm -hmm. because we usually say a name Followed by a, like, five-word summary for context. Yes, yes, uh-huh. Almost like a nickname. Mm-hmm. But then when we go meet the person, it we have to be careful about what our summaries are. Yes. Because some people will say, you know, this is Billy, remember? My manager, right? Mm-hmm. No, no harm, no foul. But if you're like, this is Billy, crazy guy that likes to dress up in a chicken costume, like, you, can, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't give me that clue as you're introducing, uh, yes. so we gotta, we gotta be a little bit careful with that, we haven't had any incidents quite like that, there's been <laughs> that like, between us. there's been like, maybe a tone that could have caught on, like, mm-hmm. this is Sally, my manager, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so we gotta kind of be careful with that, and but, I like uh, how you said, if you're with someone, and you know they know they don't know their name, but they're supposed to know their name, and they're kind of looking at you. It helps to just say, oh, hey, Sarah. And that way it triggers, yes, Sarah, okay, I got it. Or when I forget someone's name, and neither of, like, if me, neither me nor you knew their mm-hmm. name, I would say, oh, hey, this is my friend Farron. Yeah, we introduce and the then, other person. And then I say, And then I'd hi. stand there awkwardly <laughs> yeah. until they would say, oh, hi, Sarah. Yeah. Like, okay, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Another tip there. I do that. <laughs> if both all of y'all are just <laughs> the time. I've done it with Jacob and he's like, We've met him. and I kick him. I'm like, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or we have met before, maybe. Can you remind me of your name? And I I would rather be asked, Can you remind me of your name? than yeah. for them to either not know my name or say my name wrong or act like it because sometimes mm, he you Because know. I will I will sure correct you. Like, thanks, Brittany. It's Brooke. <laughs> or uh, Autumn, she was signing Autumn because you know we're besties now. Yeah. Autumn Miles, she was signing my book when we heard her talk, and she was like, "Okay, how do you spell Brooke?" I said, "Brooke with an E," because I'm not water. And so that's what I say. So people, I I'm giving them that response so that way they can remember easier. Yeah, if you have no E in your name, we do not in fact think you're water. It's well, just seventy percent. <laughs> But not quite. Do you trickle? <laughs> trickle downstream. <Ew. laughs> oh my gosh. You would uh, take it there. So sorry. Uh, also another tip. Joe Paris, we had him on episode 62 in our Switch on Your Brain mini series. He talked about when he meets people at church because he's a campus mm-hmm. pastor. So 
you better know people because they go to your church. That's part of the job. And he would remember their name, write it down if he needed to, and then he would go onto Facebook or a social media outlet and try to put the name with the face. And all week he would pray for that specific person. And then when they come back the next Sunday, he has more things to talk about. Yeah, so two things are happening here. One is, again, with words, Mm -hmm. you're assigning meaning, right? We talked about the more you, like, you're not going to forget your mom's name. Part of that is you know a lot about her, you've spent a lot of time with her, there's meaning to that relationship, Mm -hmm. which I think is why when someone sees that you remember their name, they're like, oh, I mattered. So Mm -hmm. one, you're assigning meaning, but two, the other thing that can help put new information in your brain is repetition. Yep. So with his example, he is um, remembering it when he's talking, having to go write it down, not creepy stalking, but investing his time into mm-hmm. learning more, but then the repetition of praying throughout the week. And that, we talk about, is the quantum Zeno effect. Yes. My one big science word. Yes, You'll hear Brooke good. talk a lot hey, about it. That's actually three <laughs> words, Farron, so good job. I'm proud well, of you. One concept. So there's also a part right in here where it talks about how our brains are being rewired with tech and all this kind of jazz, and that's help. that's not helping us remember names. And so we had Lindsay Paris on, Joe's wife, actually. Coincidence? Uh, I think not. <laughs> yeah, she talked about read, play, talk, and how the importance of reading, playing, and talking every day. And she mentioned a book called Glow Kids, and she talks all about it in episode, I think, 109. Ballpark it in there. Atomic Habits miniseries. But she went on and on about that book and how. Um, so if you're interested in that, there's that side note. Uh, so this has all been about... it face-to-face conversations but again digital age right so much of our correspondence is uh digitally so i like that it talked about including the person's name in an email yes and if that wasn't such a big detail then why do email companies make it where when they take your email subscription it automatically pulls your name out and puts it in, yes. in the, like, hello, Farron, or dear Farron. Mm-hmm. Um, so it obviously must be beneficial. Otherwise, right. they wouldn't have that feature, would they? Yes, and on the back end of that, importance of having your signature on your email, but they talked about don't call him Drew if his name's Andrew and he hasn't introduced himself as Drew. Mm. So... And also, is it your boss? Is it a superior? Do I need to put a title with it? I remember going from the transition to my high school principal was my boss when I got hired on. So then I just still called him what I called him when I was in high school, Mr. Perkins, instead of, hey, Bruce. (laughs) But I don't know, because I was also really young and he was, I don't know, but... It just, you have to figure out how they're going to talk to you or if they address you. Like, if he would have addressed me as Miss Collier, uh, that's my cue to address him as Mr. Perkins yeah. with the professional title. So, uh, I made that mistake. <laughs> Story! <laughs> as a high schooler, so we can write it off. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. Taxes, just write sure, it off. Sure, it's no fine. Idea. That's how that works. That makes me think of <laughs> Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a write-off. It's a write-off. <laughs> it's a what? It's a write-off. Uh, well, who's paying for it? Well, I don't know. Okay. Anyhow, the point is, uh, so my, the principal at the time was Mr. Span, but for whatever reason, all the high school kids, not to his face, we call him Jimmy Span. I don't mm-hmm. know where it came from, but I heard it so many times. 
And I really don't know how we uh, had enough interactions that one day, again, he principals, getting good at your students' names, awesome. But he was like, hey, Farron, how are you? And I was like, hey, Jimmy Spain, I'm... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Good. <laughs> and, like, hindsight, even to this day, I can picture his face, but at the time I was mortified. But looking back, he did a double take, but then he saw how mortified I was, and then he was like, okay, she knows she should She's earned it. <laughs> She's punishing herself <laughs> enough in this moment and future moments that it's fine. That is really funny, though. Okay. We probably laughed about that later. So then, oh, no. like a day or two later, I got called down to the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> Not by Jimmy Spann. By Mr. Span, and uh, I did the thing where I walked in. He's like, "Hey, how are you?" And I was like, "I just want to apologize for yesterday when I said Jimmy Span. I don't know why I said that. It just came out, and I'm very sorry, Mr. Span." And he was like, "It's fine. That's." He goes, "That's not why you're here." And I was like, oh, "I just didn't know." But then he asked if I'd be on, like, a student advisory. So you you know, got those... promoted because of your boldness. Oh, my gosh. He's like, <laughs> mm, she's bold. Let's see what else she has to say. No, I don't uh, know. That was just mortifying. Really funny. And then I was like, I wonder if he's ever told that story. Like, talking about yeah. building student relations. Oh, for sure. Or, I'm so you know. good at this, they first named me. It never bothered me. I also taught high schoolers. It never bothered me when a kid called me by my first name. Never bothered me. Yeah. I The only times I addressed it in my last year in public education, I worked with kids through eighth grade. And it was trying to determine the motive behind it. Mm-hmm. And if I saw that they were saying it in a way to test amongst many of their other behaviors, right. <laughs> I was like, you know, Farron, that is my first name. However, um, I try really hard to treat you with respect, and in this setting, I feel most respected if you will just refer to me as Mrs. DeRue, and I have this group of 8th grade boys, and I said, if it makes you feel respected, I will call you Mr. in your last name, but um, I'm not going to accept being called Mrs., or being called Farron, so, and Mm -hmm. it was a respectful conversation. And I acknowledged the willingness to do it back. And they're like, no, that's my dad. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's um, my old man. And so there's people listening that might not agree with that. But again. Or even know how to have that conversation. So I'm glad you gave them all the words to say. Yeah. And so my tone was just matter of fact, not mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I could tell it was a test. Like, hey, can I get away with this? Or what's her reaction? Mm-hmm. So you, you don't want to show that it's getting a rise. Yeah, for sure. It needs to be addressed, so it's not going to go unaddressed. Right, and um, repeated. Yeah, but hey, I'm not mad. Here's me telling you. Now, if you continue to do it, of course, there would be repercussions. Sure. I don't say that in the first conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, because now that can come across as threatening. You know what I just learned? What? You say repercussions, and I say repercussions. Human beings. Look at that. Let me tell you, with words like that, I like, next time I'll say repercussions. <laughs> because then I'm right at least half the time. See? It's, you're right 100% of the time, Farron. Let it be known, world. It's my dialect. <laughs> <laughs> can we just blame we dialect just and accent? Came off of love languages and dialects, and here we are. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so to the point of being called by your first name or whatever, mm-hmm. you and I both grew up in athletic settings called by your last name. Oh, yeah. Like, even just last name. Like Yep, just last name. Daru. I call you just Daru a lot. Or <laughs> Frazier when we were in college. I was called Adams or Collier. You're still Brooke Adams and, in my family. And even, you're, you're just, you're just Farron in my <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, 
I thought it was interesting how I think I'm gonna steal your story from you. Go for it. You had a teacher and you last named her just by her last name. Like yeah. if you went Collier and she looked at you like, What? Do oh, you yeah. remember this? I yeah, because okay, take all over. the well, all the teachers then would start saying Daru and I was like, What that had okay. a weird tone on yeah. it? And I realized like, oh, not athletes. They there's coming across a miscommunication of yes. lack of respect by me just last naming them yeah um i think of it as an equivalent to when you full name your child yes so like if i'm mad at tori and i say victoria like she knows right right so taking off the miss or not calling them even just casually right by their Mm -hmm. first name Mm -hmm. unintentional like in my previous world that's how we we showed we're teammates right right but i was like almost like a respect or like sisterhood kind of thing yes like Mm -hmm. we're in this club together yes we're in the teacher club together Everybody's treading water. Different environment, different group of people. Yeah. Um, but then, like, as I, like, the PE coach was always cool with it. Yeah, because <laughs> athlete. At the middle school, half the teachers are coaches. They yes. do it. But, yeah, elementary teachers, they want that first name mm-hmm. or that missus because mm-hmm. then you're sending the wrong message. Right. The other story I thought you were going to tell is once I started teaching, which around was around the same time I got married, um, my name changed to, obviously, Derue. Well, then when we would go to college functions and the guys would be talking to my husband, they called him Daru, but I would turn really quick to respond and I was like, oh, wait, not in me. this setting, uh-huh. I am Farron. I yes. am not Daru yes. <laughs> in yeah. this setting. And so. to piggyback off of that, being called by your maiden last name, um, not saying that husbands get offended, but it's also nice when you call the married wife their last name, the man's last name, as mm-hmm. a... Just like a sign of respect. Other, because I there was one point where we had a guy friend, and he got called by the wife's last name, oh, just yeah. as like for whatever to poke at him. But then they realized that was that was uh, don't do that, don't do that. Yeah, you know that line, that mm-hmm. invisible one. Watch out for that. Yeah, there's a bunch of hidden rules. So again, it's just being you're trying to show love and be respectful and appreciate the person. So. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Getting called Blake's little sister my whole life. Yeah. It was, it got old, especially once I got to high school. Mm -hmm. So, and I know that sounds, again, no offense to Blake. I love and respect him. He's a great guy. But for his guy friends, I was only a year younger. And so they all called me Blake's little sister for a while. And then they realized, oh, she's her own person. Right. It goes back to what you said at the beginning, like, Our names are our identity, Mm -hmm. and so then if people refer to us as Blake's little sister, it's like, but I'm so much more than that. Right. That is one one... aspect, but that is not who I am entirely, especially like, what if your older brother was a jerk, and then you're like, please don't Don't associate associate me with that. that. Yeah. Uh And I think, I don't know, I'm sitting back and wondering if our audience is like, this has gone off on a tangent, but But it's not. (laughs) Back to what I said at the beginning is, I don't give a lot of time and energy to names because for me if someone they say my name wrong all the time Mm -hmm. I don't let it bug me because I'd be upset all the time um I try really hard to work on names but I know in my heart I have the relationship but it goes back to the understanding of to other people it really matters Mm -hmm. and here are some examples why and even with good intentions you could still be coming across a certain way so this idea of reflecting on all these social interactions and personal or mm-hmm. digital to just take that all into consideration. Yeah. Because you could not be reaching someone 
again from one perspective for something as simple as a name. Yeah. And you're you're focused on your copy language. Like, did I phrase this right? Did I not put enough mm-hmm. emojis? And it's like, dude, start with the name. Yeah. Start there. So yeah, we're really helping good. you troubleshoot. Farron, build an understanding. Fern, do you have any particular tips that you do that help you with name memorization? Other than like the tactics we're using in a setting that we've already talked about, do you have any other? The one that I've been using and having a little more success with is in that first conversation, Mm -hmm. trying to use their name out loud three times. Yes. Um, So that has been helping in that initial situation. If I'm like, oh, I'll try to use three names late, you know, say their name later, I'm not having as much success. And I always thought, like, are they going to think I'm an idiot for saying their name over and over? Aren't they going to notice I'm doing the people like hearing their name. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't seem to notice. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this though, I am providing reading training via Zoom, and I find that I get more engagement, specifically in the chat, um, but also people being brave and unmuting when I use their name. Yeah, and you know what? It has name tags on Zoom. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so when someone shares something, they'll they're like, "I'll share," and it's like fifty of those little squares, and mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm quickly trying to find who is it that's speaking, and so I'll you know say thanks if I can get out before get that out before they start talking, or at the end, I tell them you know thank you for sharing so and so. I liked how you said this and this and this, and. Even in the chat, if people respond, I'm like, yeah, Becky, that was a great answer. Thank you, Jim. You're exactly right. And so they feel heard. Mm-hmm. Or they well, feel and also seen. you're giving them a compliment, too, on something they did well. In front of all their peers. And you're rewarding them for being bold. Yeah. So that's great. Otherwise, if you're responding in the chat over and over and it's not being acknowledged, then it's Why back, respond in the yeah. chat? Why mm-hmm. am I doing this? That's good. Um, one tactic I've been using lately is I try to associate one either one of their features or something about them with their name and I try to use alliteration like Your Becky the boss's wife high. is you, what yeah. so mm-hmm. Morgan's um boss his name's Greg and his wife is Becky and so when I met her I was like Becky the boss's wife so I could remember it that way and that has helped so I'm stay trying, tuned I'm trying to remember that Forney uh had this um, program that they were working on to for building relationships in the classroom and they use that strategy is students had to come up with a positive adjective to describe yes. themselves mm-hmm. that also started with the first letter in their name and one of the first days capturing kids hearts that's what it is mm-hmm. um, one of the first days what you do is you go around the room and you share that and so one it's not only helping you as the teacher but it's also helping their peers um, remember their name, and they're already associating something positive with yep. that person. Yep. So um, there you go. Wow. This was, I feel like this one was full of like really good takeaways for people. Yeah. I hope that, you know, guys go tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a name one, I'd be like, ooh, too cringeworthy, you know, poking at my weakness. But that's the opposite of what you're yeah, supposed to do. Yeah, we've given you at least five tactics to use. Yeah. So there's that. Cool. All right, people, go and learn everybody's names. And send it to somebody that you wish would get better at it. <laughs> With this guy keeps smile. getting my name wrong. Listen to this podcast episode. Jim. Oh. Uh, it's James. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tune in next week for more. See you then. Bye. So we're, we're really good at segues. <laughs> and sound effects, right. 
Yes, so that's the end of our episode. But if you find yourself wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, <laughs> tell them where they can find us we, Monday through Friday. We have a lovely website. It's wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there. It has every mini-series ever we've done. What about the socials, Baron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we yeah. do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah. Oh, also, fun fact, we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to go and find it every week. Yeah, it'll just automatically do the magic computery thingy. Thank you, technology. Go technologies and Uh, Instagrams. Yes. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty Passions and Giftings Finder. It's for free, and it's our gift to you. If you're having trouble figuring out what your strengths are, and if you're passionate but can't quite narrow down which path to travel and you're not sure what your purpose is in life, have no fear. This Passions and Gifting Finder is here. It's a step-by-step guide. It's quick, simple, and entertaining. It's helpful, insightful, and fascinating. You can find it at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes.